I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Buy the Popcorn, the podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And we have a special guest today. Hey, what's up? I'm Carly. Carly, my <laughs> old friend. So anyways, we're going to talk about something we literally just watched, which is Beauty and the Beast, the live action remake from Disney. Straight from the El Capitan Theater. Oh yes, we saw it at the El Capitan. We waited two weeks to go see it and I thought it was worth it. What do you guys think? I mean... It- well, Hollywood's, okay. Hollywood's nice, I guess. <laughs> it had this insane drive to Hollywood because it's always just all fucked up. And it was because we dro- we took like what did you take Google and you were like, "Oh, I'm going to get I'm going to get us there quicker." And then it, we had to go on all these side streets and then I missed a street and then we ended up having to go all the way around Pico. It was crazy. Google is just my go-to, so whatever Google told me to do, I was trying to tell you, but then you didn't listen. And it was so busy, and we nearly missed the movie. But we did not miss the movie. But we didn't. <laughs> and that's what's important. We oh. got there right on time. We didn't even miss, like, the little, like, world of color light they had going on before. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be, like, a bit more. Yeah, I thought there was going to be actual lasers, but it was just, like, a projection. It just seemed like it was more like an intro. But the the Swarovski crystals were really nice. They were so pretty. Those were, were real. Those were real pretty. It was like a curtain of Swarovski crystals. Yeah, that and it wall just is... glimmered for like two minutes, and you're like, oh man, I yeah. could watch this all day. That wall is definitely worth more than me. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> worth than all of us. Yeah, so we went and saw it there, and now we're gonna give our first impressions. I guess we should just start at the beginning of the movie, which wasn't as impressive as I wanted it to be when it first started. And I thought, like, going into it, I wasn't expecting a lot from this movie. But boy, did that change towards the (laughs) end. (laughs) It was so good. I mean, well, there were things about it that were great. Like the production design. And the writing was not bad. Yeah, the production design was fantastic. I think overall it was just really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just had a lot of fun watching it. Basically just, are you trying to figure out what to say, Emily? You have this face. I don't know where to start. (laughs) Okay, let's start with This Provincial Life, which was the very first song in in the movie. Let's talk about the, the, the castle. In the very beginning. Yes. It opened up on the Disney castle, which was actually the other castle. like, in the prologue, that they fixed it so that, like, the prince wasn't, like, 11 or whatever when she curses him. Like, he is in the original. Like, he was genuinely an asshole, like, 20-year-old. True. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so... he was wearing, like, great makeup so you couldn't see his face entirely. And he was, like, dancing with all of the... Oh, yeah, the beginning part. The prologue, yeah. Yeah. That was good. I should say this now, that if you're listening to this and you have not seen this movie, beware. Right, spoilers, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Spoilers from here on out. We're just gonna <laughs> tear this thing apart like a beast. Spoilers as of two minutes ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was kind of like this... Uh, who was doing the narration? Like, yeah, who was, was it... I'm almost positive it was Emma Thompson. Okay. Really? Because she was the highest paid actress in this, or... I, well, it just sounded like her. It kind of like, did. who else no, would... I thought it was a guy talking. Was it a guy? Was it a guy? <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. I just <laughs> wasn't in an accent. I don't even... I stand by no, Emma was it, was, it Emma? <laughs> was it Emma? Oh my gosh, this is going to kill me. I'm already forgetting the movie. We need to talk fast. Oh man. <laughs> it's well, already leaving my brain. Okay, then we have This Provincial Life, and it was great. I mean, I, I liked... Well, okay, I liked the song, but it was a little auto-tuned. Like, you could really hear the unroughness in everybody's voice. But then, as it started to go, it was it became more apparent that they were basically just recreating the whole movie, the animated movie on screen with a little bit of added stuff to it. Yeah. I know. I found it really interesting because I was actually looking at the scores of all the movies before we were doing this, before we even saw the movie because I was curious. Um, but that it's really interesting how this got the most critic likes and audience likes. Maybe not audience likes. I don't know. Maybe audience likes was about similar around. But Do you have a meta score? Critics, uh, oh, I do actually. Uh, this got sixty-five Metascore. All right, and and then I think it got seventy-one on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not and bad. Then, and then all the other live actions have gotten way lower. Yeah, and it's and I think that's interesting was because this one was definitely most like its animated counterpart, and where all the other ones tried to at least be different and try to add in all those add in like new. Like parts, which this one did, but not, mm, but yeah. not as much of like you know Maleficent. That was like way different from like. Well, that was a com- basically an original story. Yeah. So I don't know if you really should compare it to that. Yeah. I um, mean, Disney's making live action movies. I'm gonna compare all of them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the production design really elevated it because it's essentially a shot for shot remake of the animation. Yeah. Like, even the ballroom scene, too, I was like, well, uh, how is this going to look on film? Because it's impeccable in the original. It really is, so. like, 3D animation and everything kind of aspect to it. and Which was crazy when the, when the first trailers for this was coming out and how people were putting it side by side with the actual movie and it was, like, spot on. It was, like, the same exact thing. And it is a pretty beloved movie with a lot of humor and a lot of um, heart as well. And I thought that the movie did a pretty good job of like getting you to actually care about the beast and actually care about Belle and Emma Watson was just adorable so it was just like yeah definitely the character development was it was was really good it was good yeah I mean I also feel like in Maleficent you really cared for Maleficent as well as well and in Cinderella too she had she had kind of a nice backstory but you just not as much much, I really didn't care about the characters in Cinderella yeah not really I could I could care less about them yeah that was not good Kenneth you already know how we feel about Kenneth. Oh, Kenneth. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a good choice. But we... Love had, you, Kenneth. <laughs> we had a lot of times in this where we were laughing a lot. And it was like, oh, a good shining beginning moment, I think, was maybe in Be Our Guest. Because it kind of started out not super great and kind of lackluster. And then it just got crazier and crazier. <laughs> and then you're like, holy shit, this is like a rainbow dazzling before my eyes. <laughs> 
what oh, is going you, you on mean, like, right the now? Evolution of the be our guest song. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it is in the in the animated one as well. I know, and it was just like a really because because it, it's it's more it's getting more and more ridiculous and like over the top gets showy ridiculous. because yes. these plates and dishes are so fucking bored. I know <laughs> they're like we've got someone here to impress. Let's just I just throw everything know, at them. I want to know how long like they spent rehearsing that. with the animated <laughs> characters. Oh, man. I could just, I could just, just like, Emma just plate, just there? like within the world itself. Yeah. Like these plates had to have sat there being like, I could just you see know Lumiere what? like choreographing everything. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna get yeah. a guest one day. You need to get your shit together. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my god. Like behind the scenes would be really funny. It would be just like, um, yeah, I I have this guest seat here and we're gonna do it. Over and over again, and just prepare and prepare, guys. What else is gonna do? Actually, okay, because I was actually curious. So, how long do you think goes by when the curse is struck, and Bell and Bell's father actually shows up? Oh, I've always been curious oh. about that. Like, because, how old is because, the beast? Because because he... as a kid, I always thought that it was years, like decades. Yeah, like this guy was in here for well, in the years. I actually remember this for some reason. Um, in the original Be Our Guest, uh, Lumiere says, like, ten years we've been resting or something oh, like that. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, it, it's definitely, like, a decade. Yeah, which it the, seems like in this version the castle's a little, like, more frozen in time. So, like, it is. did the beast But then kind of crumbling like, apart. It crumbles every time the petal, falls. the petal falls, which was a really good aspect. I thought that was a really yeah, nice that, touch. Yeah, that was a really cool. And it really made so. it more decrepit and how everybody was just going to become And that just sucks things. because cause if, if the prince becomes stuck as a beast, all of his, all of his people are just going to be items and then his castle's gonna be gone so he's just gonna like if like if he let the curse if he let the flower die like it would have been so shitty yeah it would have been just an awful situation for him he would have had no friends and no house (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) because his house was falling apart and you know he really didn't like I mean, he was I, he was exactly the way that he was in the movie, and I even think that even in the animated movie, they made him charming enough so that you actually cared about him, even though he looked ridiculous, like what you said about what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, Carly, yeah. You what did he like, look like, what Carly? Did you describe him so, as? So uh, earlier, I made the observation that I went into this a little skeptical about how much I could suspend disbelief about Emma Watson falling in love with a literal buffalo on screen. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got through the movie and I... Are you a believer? I, I, I'm... Are you a a believer? I'm a... Are you a... a, a, Wait, how am I going to do this? Beast believer. How do you do that? A beast lever? A beast lever. No, that doesn't sound right. That sounds terrible. I am a beast lever. (laughs) Beast Sounds terrible. No, that's, okay. that's even worse. Yes, because we got on the topic of um, the beast is very hot. <laughs> There's like this part where Belle's like fixing up his wounds from like when the the wolves attacked him. She got him on a horse somehow, and then she brought him back home and was like touching his back, and he's like laying down, and his chest is like all out, and you're like, and it's massive. It's huge. <laughs> this guy is huge. It is massive. He is ripped. He is super ripped. So ripped. Like, I think, I think they, I kind just, of, they, they might have made him a bit too Like, he's sexy. like the rock. Yeah. But with I, hair. 
Because because in the animated one he was ripped as well, but he was also covered yeah, in fur, he, so it kind of no, yeah, he, he was still like, covered in fur, but it was like even more like his yeah. his fur but was was it was, was there. Well, he had some nice ratio <laughs> going on it, here. Yeah, it was a very he well wasn't furry groomed. enough to cover his muscles. Yeah, no, definitely right not. Um, they were out for everyone to see. Yeah, I think face wise, but he didn't you have any see... pecs, which was weird, right? Like he should have nipples. Should he? <laughs> Should he though? <laughs> Everything has. Isn't that. Even male things have nipples. I mean, uh, but male buffaloes don't, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Only female buffaloes. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. Zoologists. <laughs> If anyone out there is an expert and can clarify this for us, I just, I don't please let us know if male buffaloes have nipples. We'd like to know. Oh no, I almost lost my contact. Um, I my eyes so much. But in fairness to us, I think um, just in within the live action, you could see a lot of Dan Stevens' face. Yeah, like, and Dan Stevens beast. is a really attractive guy. And so you very can't, much. He was, can't really, yeah, like, and he had a very like expressive he performance. Did. He really so. did, and he had a pretty a pretty much normal nose, like a normal human nose, mm-hmm. kind of normal human mouth and normal human eyes, and that was that was what you were seeing because everything else was just big. Yeah, you were just kind of seeing an overly hairy man. Yeah, <laughs> he was just a little bit Buffalo. hairy, like fur. <laughs> Water buffalo. Well, I something about I remember hearing like he was a mix between a buffalo and like several other things that made him into the actual beast and the the original design of him. Mm-hmm. And he was just like a buffalo lion. Like that's my um. I did a I did this play once. Um, wasn't the Disney version of this play? I did Beauty and the Beast when I was in uh, like eighth grade, and my brother was the beast, and. He had to wear this mask that was like the whole play, you know, and it wasn't the Disney version. So it was just super boring. Um, But he had to wear this mask that was like orange and like his face was like ridiculous looking and he had to wear that. (laughs) And then at the end, you know, you would take it off and like a hooray. Because he he had to yell really loud in it. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He was like, hurry. I'm not gonna eat this soup! It was, like, ridiculous. And he would, like, have this bright orange mask on. It was so funny. And then in the end, he would take it off, and he was so sweaty underneath. Like, his hair was, like, sticking to his face. And he'd just be, like, like, like pulling it off. It was pretty good. If Paulo's listening, he'll know. We actually do a podcast with Paulo on oh, La La Land. Yes. So yes, if you're interested in... Hearing about our our take and Paula's take on La La Land, you can uh, take a listen to that on SoundCloud. Yeah, and iTunes. Yeah, and iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna go back to the. We're gonna kind of oh. go in order now. Oh yeah, so we had this provincial life, and then we again. It's just so much like so much. Well, then they t- kind of talk about Belle's mom a little bit. They do, which, which is which really they definitely nice. don't touch on. In... And Belle, for some reason, has a British accent, and her dad has an American accent, <laughs> played by Kevin Klein. And also, Chip also had a different right? accent than his mother. And they're technically in France. Yeah, they're in France. Like, Chip had, like, a Cockney accent, and his mother, who was played by Emma Thompson, had, like, a regular British accent. Like, it just, like, why? That's her son. Like, you would think that they would have the same accent. Maybe they, they moved to France to find work. <laughs> I know, but, like... Which they then work at the castle. 
And then everybody and forgot about the castle, like in the end. Yeah, the curse. The yeah, curse. That was oh, the curse. Yeah, that was a plot point. They said that. They said that. Yeah. But like, Why did I you guess even catch that. Like, not listening. No. Accent wise, the greatest gift this movie gave us was not making Emma Watson do her American accent. Which yeah, is that would have been not good. Which is what she did in Perks of Being the Wall. Perks of Being the Wallflower. Yeah, and the and the, the bling ring. <laughs> yeah, the bling ring. Right. Well, that was she was more like a. It's bad, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> but, um... I thought her accent was alright in Perks. It's, like, passable. Okay. It's not great. Like, right. Emma, I love you, but you need a better accent coach. <laughs> but I'm gonna give her some praise for this performance, because it... She just... Like, the way that basically everybody said their lines in this was, like, so much... Like, they knew what they were... What am I trying to say? They knew, they knew like, that this movie was going to be really self-aware, but they said their lines so genuinely, and it, like, was even so genuine that it was almost campy, then genuine again, it, like, cycled back on itself Yeah, to make it good. Yeah, and it was interesting how they kind of flopped back and forth between kind of saying exactly what the animated movie would say, but then, then kind of paraphrasing what the animated movie would say. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And I liked all of the little added things, the little added touches in the songs, like, and the things that LeFou said was really, like, they were hilarious. Like, I think that they really did a good job popping little bits of humor in there. Yeah. In general, that was just a fantastic use of Josh Gad. Yeah. Really. Much better than Olaf. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God. Definitely. He's just better, awful as Olaf. I mean, Olaf. I mean, just Olaf is just a terrible character. I'm sorry <laughs> if anybody loves Olaf, but he's just totally useless. Yeah, he's cute. Not he, funny at he, all. He had, he had a funny line. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I laughed pretty hard when I first saw it, but then... It wears off. It does. Yeah. Well... Uh, you, uh, you brought up a good point, Carly, that this is written by um, Stephen Chbosky. Chbosky? Sure, yeah. that's how you And it. he wrote Perks of Being a Wallflower, and he was the director of his own Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, and that was like, I was actually thinking about how well-written this, this movie was while I was watching it, because it is it could be so ridiculous. Like, it was borderline ridiculous, some of the stuff that they were saying, but it wasn't fully there like it wasn't fully terrible it was just on the border of being bad and it really wasn't it was like actually kind of good yeah like so and i think that because it could have been just so easy to just throw all the lines from the movie the original movie in there but then they added they added like really nice scenes like the one of her going to paris to see her where her mother died and like yeah so the beast has this book that can transport you anywhere which how did they get back they um, they never really explain that. But no, they also. Just, was, I mean, plot wise, it's kind of a throwaway because like the beast never uses it because he's a beast, so and he can't go anywhere anyway. But he was like so excited to like travel around Paris with Belle. He was like, "Oh, should we do do things? Should we go to the Champs Elysees, or is that too touristy?" <laughs> like he was like, I think he was just joking because he knew that they couldn't actually leave no. wherever they were. But he then was so cute. Though. He was really cute. I was like, oh, and when he babe. brought up that line, when he was like, he's like, you want to just, want to just get out of here? Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I want to get out of here. Are you asking Mel to a low? Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I thought. Dude. It was like kind of out of nowhere. I was like, oh, 
And then they were like talking about, he's like taking a bath and he's like, I don't know, I just mentioned that we should go to a ball. And then she's like, oh, okay, let's do it. And I was like, what the hell? I didn't think she'd say yes. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. Like it was really adorable. Like they kind of, you believed their little situation that they were in. And then, and then in the end he was like, oh, you know, do you like it here a lot? And she's like, well, like, how can I love something if I'm not free? And then he's like, oh, that's true. I get you now. I'm gonna let you free now. <laughs> but I mean, I think at that point she was she was fine with being there. But yeah, but this is like the Stockholm then, syndrome that people yeah. have a problem with with this story. But then the sec the second she actually stopped and thought about her her situation, she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm actually not free." Yeah, because She's like, because, oh, you know, I'm having so much fun loving this beast thing, loving this buffalo, being lion. a furry, <laughs> being a furry. <laughs> We'll get to that later. Um, oh, but... <laughs> man. We are so too excited about the end of this movie We're going right to get into that later. Oh. Um, pretty much only the best thing happens at the end. Um... Oh, man. Okay. And then this whole gay thing with LeFou was, I thought it really added to his character because then he kind of had more well, dimension. yeah, because LeFou was just like a little... He was nothing little, in this story. He was a little whatever. Like, he was yeah. just a little sidekick and he was really... He was just a nobody in the animated. This time but you this were like, one, oh, I actually, actually kind of feel bad for him. And Yeah. I mean, they gave him a conscience which is good yeah that was good too instead of just like a mindless a mindless goon yeah uh i mean i think a lot of like the gay stuff other than like the two seconds at the end was really subtextual so i think it's a little bold of disney to be like this is our first openly gay character yeah because he really wasn't he was just well he was but Uh, but i was pretty open about it i actually didn't think he'd be he'd be that open Uh uh-huh like i kind of thought with how much he loved gaston yeah, he kind of gets pretty cozy with him. He does, like, and, and like he really openly says, like, like in the mirror, like when he's checking himself out, like Gaston's looking at them in the mirror, and he's he's like, I'm not through with you yet, and then he like he like leaves to go save Belle, and then and then Lefou goes, me neither, and then he like leaves. <laughs> I like, like the one where like Gaston looks over at the girls and he goes, mm, and then he like walks towards them, and then Lefou looks at Gaston and he goes, mm. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. And, and it's just such a, I also like that they didn't take, I feel like they didn't take these, like, everything too seriously. Like, it all was just kind of fanciful. And yeah, fanciful and fun. And, and just kind of like, yeah. like let's, just, let's just throw this in there. Let's do that. Yeah, let's make yeah. it with really bright colors and, and not make it anything more than it actually is. And yeah. I really like that about I it. I also will give them props for, like, super diverse casting and not making oh, a big yeah. deal out of it at all. Super good. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, costume-wise and everything, they spent a lot of attention on, like, the the period itself in in France in like whatever mm-hmm. whenever this takes place 1700s yeah, like, or yeah, whatever yeah the 17th century or something yeah um but like they obviously didn't like just i don't know what i'm oh I'm you mean like with, that, with all the races like, and stuff like that yeah like there was no yeah. like racism or anything which you might yeah. expect from any time in history. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, then again, it, it, it also added to the fancifulness, even mm-hmm. though they did mention the plague. So that was sad because yeah. her mom died of the plague. 400 yeah. years after the plague. Yeah, was right. Like the plague was like <laughs> way before then. So she okay. must have been but, the last case. Guys. Yeah. She was Come like on. the last yeah. person but who I touched mean, her at, rat. At the end of the day, this is really a just a fairy tale. So like. It, yeah. yeah. And it really felt like really 
just a really fun fairy. Like I want to go. I want to see it again. I really do actually. Like it was so much fun. Yeah, because I actually the the uh, only other live action Disney that I've liked so far was Maleficent, which critics did not like. Hmm. I guess, but I I liked it. Um, but this one definitely definitely is ahead of that. I like yeah. this one. And I really liked them uh, when they were falling in love. That part was kind of longer before they started singing something that wasn't there before. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it didn't just, like, oh, they just, like, made eye contact and they started saying, there's something there that wasn't there. It's like, really? They <laughs> just looked thought, at each other. I thought the editing was real choppy in the beginning. Definitely in the beginning. And it, it was not smooth in the beginning. And then it got a lot more smooth because I felt like they spent more time on the second half of the movie. Like, Probably. Yeah. It just seemed like the first half, like, things happened one thing after the other just to get the story going. Yeah. And yeah. it was just not... Yeah, in like fairness... Like, the pacing was not correct. In fairness to them, I think they were really trying to make room for, like, developing their relationship a bit more realistically. Mm-hmm. And, again, I think that goes back to the fact that, like, it's a literal buffalo on screen, so you really have to make him a lot more sympathetic. You definitely yeah. gotta give him some more screen time. You yeah. do. And he had a whole song to himself this time. Which I actually he was really, really sad. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the added music was amazing. It was really good. And... It was kind of chaotic sometimes, and I thought that it really worked out, like, all together. Like, I thought the music was composed amazingly, and all the songs were really great. Like, they were, all the added songs were really sweet and really nice, and the lyrics were really good. It really added to the story and added to the characters. I know, and I just was not expecting this at all. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. I I think I went in there with, like, no expectation just to see what it was, because, like, with the other live actions, I don't know. I, like, going into Alice in Wonderland, I was, like, I had some high expectations for that and then didn't end up liking it, so then I kind yeah. of lowered my expectations for everyone following that. Yeah, so this was great. I'm really excited that we got to see it eventually. I mean, we we waited a couple weeks, but it was worth it, like, and, yeah, so is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we get to the end? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> so let's see, talk about the songs... Something else. The, so we talked about the music, the production design, amazing. Oh, we could talk about like the actual uh, characters in like the like Hogsworth and uh, Lumiere and the Feather Duster. Like they were all wonderful, and their animation is insane. It's just incredible. And I think they truly captured. I mean, I I don't think anything about them necessarily stood out. I think they just truly captured. The animated versions of them. Then the and essences, like Ewan McGregor was great. Ewan was amazing and, as and Lumiere. And so was uh, and Ian Emma McKellen. Thompson as Mrs. Potts. Like, I don't think you could have cast any other woman to, to be a second Mrs. Potts. Yeah. Yeah. She was real grand. Yeah. And uh, Emma Thompson's amazing. Yeah. It was just a really nice cast of supporting characters. Um, and it's supporting the the main characters, which is the Beast and Belle and Gaston, basically. And they really supported them very well. Yeah, they did. Um, and Belle's got some beautiful outfits, um, including her gorgeous yellow dress, which we, at the El Capitan, we got to see uh, some of the um, props and costumes. costumes yep. And it was so cool to see them in person because they were just gorgeous. They were beautiful. Yeah. It was really magical. Was I, magical I loved movie. the Beast's costumes. Like, he had some great blue suits. 
Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. His, his like, paisley, like, house, house coat. I, I know. It. I want it. And <laughs> his, like, beautiful. vest and everything? Yeah. Oh, man. More beast stuff. Yeah. I, th- I think he had more clothes than Belle did. He, really? Bell just had, Belle a, had like a bunch of different jackets. Like they were all like, yeah, that's she true. Had, she like, had a like really the cute same cardigan blue dress, but yeah, all of her different jackets. Yeah, but yeah, she had the blue dress. She had her Christmas dress. Oh yeah, she had her yellow dress. And then she had her her white dress at the end. Well, the oh, white yeah. dress was like the underneath of the yellow dress. Oh, I, she, I, like, I meant the white off. dress at the at the ball at the end. Was, oh. that, was that their wedding or was that just a ball at the oh, end? Oh, I think it was just a ball. That's what I thought. Yeah, it should. Just be a ball because everybody white... else was in white, so that's not acceptable. You can't no. go to a, a wedding. <laughs> don't upstage the bride. <laughs> that's just not. But you they don't were... wear white or red to a wedding. And then, like, <laughs> just when he was revealed, like they both just, uh, like, it was really cute because you were like, they're so cute and simple, and his face was like, I'm so excited that I'm not a beast anymore, and it was just like he was just like, oh man, and then they just kissed. It was just adorable. I think she recognized him like a bit too much at the end because I really liked him in the animated one. She like kind of stares at him like, who the Is hell that are you? you? Right? She kind of does that. But then, but then she that. sees his eyes and sees like the kindness in his eyes, and then that's yeah, she how she did kind of get too excited. But about then that. she kind of and she kind of fangirled a lot over that library, like after. Mm. <laughs> that was so nice. It like really the nice. way that um, that um, she reacted to the library, I could like almost see tears in her eyes. Like it was legit. Like you were like, <clears throat> man, you really got into this role, Emma, because it was just like if you were her, like you she was be, basically Hermione. Yeah, like <laughs> she was like freaking out about this about thing. books because because in the village she only had like. Like Ten. seven books. Yeah, yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, she was she like, had, like teaching no people to read. read. Yeah, they didn't even have a bookshop. Like the running joke of the village was that no one could read. I know. <laughs> Jeez. On second thought, I found out I'm actually illiterate. I never had to spell out in loud in person. <laughs> yes. Oh Lefou my god, that was so funny. That was such a good joke. He was like spelling Gaston, and he was and he's like, like, oh, he's like, I think there's two T's. He's like G A S T. I'm sure there's another T. I just realized that I'm illiterate and haven't really spelled out loud in person before. No one eats lots of Gaston. Collects antlers like Gaston. Collects antlers. <laughs> there was another, like, there was a line in that where he was like, I can say another refrain like Gaston or something. It was really funny. It was mm-hmm. like... And I loved how in that in that whole, like, uh bar whatever yeah that was great scene where he was actually getting people to join in like because yeah. you know yeah. in the movie they're all just like oh yeah song about Gaston let's go yeah like, and they're all just singing already but this he's, like, he's like, was like okay come on no one's awesome like and the guy's like Gaston yeah, and yeah that was that's so how it great. started like they actually had to actually bring everyone in and actually made it seem more real like you know oh this isn't just a town that breaks out in song randomly, like High School <laughs> Musical. It, it is. Like, but it was so seamless. Like, I thought all the songs were really wonderful, and they all just flowed together, and people would be singing to each other, and it was just, like, not weird. Like, I didn't think it was kind... I didn't think it was really awkward, but it's probably because of the bright colors, just the kind of CGI-ish essence of it that kind yeah. of brought that. You know what they didn't have at all in this, though, that I just realized was the stained glass um, kind of iconography. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. They didn't have They that. really didn't. Actually, the castle didn't have windows at all. No, it totally didn't have any stained glass, which is kind of upsetting because that was a really wonderful part of the original. Isn't it? You just realized this. I really liked it. I mean, yeah, it was nice, but it took you till after the movie to realize it. So was it that big of a deal? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for telling me how you feel about it, Emily. <laughs> That's really nice. The stained glass is pretty to have on a phone case. <laughs> Are we, okay, have we reached the end, guys? Are we going to talk about our favorite part of the entire movie? Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me think. Okay. We're keeping you all in suspense for this. I was actually surprised that they didn't sing the, um, well, I guess it's not that much of a surprise. I thought they were going to sing the When We're Human Again song. Oh, uh, thank God they didn't. Like, I hate that song. When We're Human Again. Well, they cut it, though. They, they it's put like it a in bonus. That, they put it in that special edition oh. Beauty and the Beast, and I'd never heard it before. Like, when I first read it, uh, saw the special edition I one, remember I was like, that what is this song? song? <laughs> That's like, right. And you know, they did, what happened in the Beauty and the Beast, the second one, where it's like the Christmas? What happens in that? I don't, it's like an evil piano. The evil organ. Oh, <laughs> the and evil she wears organ. the Christmas outfit. Because does she wear the Christmas outfit in the original animation? Yeah, for or like it green? a hot sec. I don't remember the Christmas outfit. No, no, outfit. she does, she does the wear the red like one the... from something there that wasn't there before. Yeah, does she wear that in the yeah, movie? Yeah, she does. Okay. She does. Because she wears it in, in the second one yeah. as well. Yeah. And that's when the evil organ happens. And, the, and, and then you meet, you meet Fife. Fife. The like recorder or something. And this is all supposed (laughs) to happen with like in the week that they're falling in love, right? The second movie. Right. That's because it's it's like like, happening in between. It's happening in between it. And he's still a a, like who thought of this? Anyways. Hey, that movie was golden. (laughs) It really was I did really like that one. I I remember loving that one. Yeah. It's one of the Um, better of the straight to DVD sequels. Yeah. We could go on about those straight to... We could just have a whole podcast about the sequels, because those are fun, too. Some are gems. Some of them are Cinderella great. Twist in Time, gem. No. <laughs> Little Mermaid 2, great. Little Mermaid 2 is good. Lion King 2, Lion King 1 and a half. We quote those things all the time. They're... Yeah, Pretty much all the Lion King stuff is, like, golden. Oh, man. Yeah. Mulan 2, we shouldn't talk about. No, no. <laughs> what? Pocahontas 2? Pocahontas 2? It's on no, Netflix. No, 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 no. So. We're not gonna... I know, I watched it. I mean, that that does, movie doesn't exist. Oh, oh no. I see. <laughs> <laughs> not made by Disney uh, animation, actually. Oh, gosh. It's not. That's why they suck. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else to talk about, because I don't want to miss anything. Oh, man, I, I just... I just enjoyed it a lot. I really want to watch it again. I know. Can it's, we just... We could go see it again. Like just... a matinee for like six bucks. Yeah, can we Can we just do that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just spent so much time going, like talking to each other during the movie. Like, oh, like that was so great. And Oh yeah, let's let's talk about some of like the like the laughing moments and like the, like the oh moments. Like, okay, so there was one. Where it was the uh, something there that wasn't there before. Uh-huh. And they were, like, being all playful and, like, kind of getting, like, oh, the, no, oh, the flirty, the flirty oh, part. Yes. Yeah. They were getting flirty. I loved this choice. This was a great choice. Okay, so, yes, okay, so you know how in the animated one, they're, like, in the snow. They're, she, they're like, he's, she's, like, showing him how to feed the birds and stuff. And so, and then 
she like throws a snowball at him, yeah. like jokingly, and then he, I, I think in the animated one, he just picks it up and chases her with it. He doesn't actually like throw it at her. All right. <laughs> yeah. Where in this one, one she's standing on the steps, <laughs> yeah. and she get he builds his big ass snowball <laughs> packed because he's a fucking beast <laughs> packed in this large soccer ball sized <laughs> yeah just chucks it at her chucks it at her <laughs> and for a moment you think oh she's gonna duck because you saw her or face it's gonna miss or, or it's gonna <laughs> hit something or you else saw because you saw her face of alarm that she knew that this thing was coming <laughs> and, and she and just so he chucks it at her 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 eyes automatically just go oh shit and then it, it pelts her in the face and she she falls backwards on these on these cement fucking stairs i knocked the fuck out and my favorite part is he just stands there laughing, laughing. <laughs> like, she's like, oh being so flirty like, i just at that point i think i fell in love with this movie because i was like they had the balls to just knock out their main character. <laughs> and I was like, they just had so much fun with this. They didn't even think this wouldn't be a good idea. No, they were like, this is a great idea. And and I, that was that was the moment. And then after that, it got better. Honestly, the second that happened, I looked over at them and I was like, are you sure she doesn't have a concussion? Like, <laughs> she hit the floor real hard. First, yeah, first a it hit soccer her. soccer ball sized piece of ice hit her, hit her, her schnoz, and then she bumped her head on a cement stairs. So I don't even. She's probably got a concussion. That's and probably then, how she fell in love with him. And then another part that I remember that we were just like, oh! Um, it was uh, when the villagers were storming the castle. And, oh, that and, was a great fight! Yeah, it was awesome. Oh man! And like, and then like the fool like officially is not on Gaston's side because he's like Gaston's Left a dick. Left him to die under yeah, a Gaston's piano. Gaston's a dick. <laughs> Gaston's a total dick. And um, that was great though. And so the dresser comes comes down to fight, and um, and these uh, like Gaston had these other three kind of like bodyguard goons, and so they were like about to take on the dresser, and she like yeah. throws clothes at them, and she's like, she's like. Why don't I turn you guys into women? And then and she whips them up, and, and they're all she, wearing like French garb and their French wigs and dresses like, and Marie makeup. And the two guys like scream and run away. And then the third one in the middle, like like just like takes a second to look at what he's wearing, and he's like, "I like this." Like, like he smiles up at the dresser, like, "Thanks." Like, like, damn, I look good. Yeah, and it's just, it's just so cute. And you're just like, oh, but that fight was just great. Like, all of the, like, I don't know how they choreographed that, but it was so it was fun. all over the place and it, chaotic. It really it was. was. Awesome. And the villagers are fighting all of the, the house items, and it's just, like, so ridiculous. And it just, it, it was so ridiculous that it actually worked. Yeah. No, yeah, and the definitely. detail work on the aftermath is great, too, because, like, Stanley Tucci's The Piano... And, like, during the fight, the piano is, like, shooting keys everywhere to, like, Hit knock people out like villagers, a gun. Like, it's a, like a Gatling gun. And oh, then, so like, funny. when he turns human again, like, half his teeth are gone. Yeah. He <laughs> so, spit them all out, like, because he was, like, at shooting people. at yeah, the people. So, it was kudos for the continuity on that. It really was. Definitely. Yeah, and, like, Chip also had a missing tooth, which is why he had a chip. <laughs> 
Not because he was a risky daredevil cup that, like, bounced off a wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that's how the He lost happened. his saucer in the end. Like, there were several times where you thought that these little frail items were just topping around so quickly that they were going to get broken. And you're just like, oh, no, like, they're going to die because they're very frail. and They're made out of China. But no. They're made out of China. Yeah. Fourth wood. Oh, well. Same thing. I know. And then LeFou's, like, <clears throat> underneath this this uh, piano, and then he's like, Gaston, help me. And he goes, no, I have time to go be a hero. Time to be a hero. That was, that was the one line in this that I didn't really like. Like, I was just like, really? <laughs> like, I, I know Gaston's ridiculous and what he says is ridiculous, but I'm just like, okay. They just threw in the rag after that snowball. They were like, okay, we're, gonna, we're just going to make fun of this now. We're going to have the, the housewares fight the people. And, like, it's just going to be ridiculous. And then, like, okay. And then I also didn't like that the Beast, in order to get around being shot for, like, a fifth time by Gaston, (laughs) she's like, don't jump, it's too far. And he's like, I'm going to jump. Like, why? (laughs) Like, run down the damn stairs, go across the bridge, find your love. You don't need to jump. You've already been shot, like, three times. Like, I just, I thought that was a bit stupid. No, he knew he was dying and he had to jump to her. So he, he, like, scrapes on the thing the like time. a cat, like, on the edge or something. <laughs> like, he's like, like, like he, can't, he can't grab onto the damn snow. And then he climbs up and he's like, Bell. And then he gets shot. And then he gets shot again. Oh my God, and then he, he falls he, in. Oh, my God, he gets shot so many times. And then he dies. It's just been, like, I, I felt so bad, though. And it kind of hurt when she was, when Gaston came up to him and he was like, oh, you know, your girl sent me. And, yeah, and he was like, oh, my <laughs> heart really hurt. Was like, I was Beast, like, Bell sent me. Like, oh, shit. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I gotta like, take another drink. I was like, my heart. We're having margaritas right now. <laughs> they taste nice. I finished mine. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's gone. <sighs> okay. Are we there yet? <laughs> I, I think I think it's time. Is it time? <laughs> Oh man! I don't... Go ahead, Alzheimer. <laughs> okay, so at the end of the at the end of the movie, it's like this epilogue thing where they just are at this ball, and clearly Belle is the Belle of the ball, and she's with her beautiful prince, who is a human, Ed Stevens, Dan Stevens. Why do I call him Ed every time? Dan Stevens. And what do you call him? Who, I I is repeat, he... is human at this point. He's human. Okay. No longer a buffalo. So they're doing like this really cute dance, and they're evenly matched. Like he's normal size, and she's normal sized. Yeah. The town the town remembers them, and they're all they're all celebrating. They're the castle. spinning around, and I don't remember the the line that he says. No, 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 no. What okay. is the oh, line? line? Okay. Can so you explain? You say the line. They're dancing. And they're, like, talking, and then she says, so, uh, how would you feel about growing a beard? Oh, yes. And That's then... what it was. <laughs> oh, God, what was his response? What did he, what did he say? Okay, he okay, anything. just, okay. You didn't <laughs> say anything? I mean, he technically said something, but it was more like It a... didn't matter what he said. Okay, I so... have to see this again. Okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> I can't even explain it. It was so funny and so great. So so sexual innuendo hilarity. That okay, so after she says, Would you how would you feel about growing a beard? He looks at her, like gives her the most sexiest coy eye. The most 
coy I've ever seen anybody Sexiest ever do. Sexiest coy eye, and then just go, and then just growls at her, like like, like a straight up growl, like a straight up like, lion uh, growl, like, like a just, lion, actual lion growl. Yeah, not not even just like a not like, like a like person he, doing like, it for fun, like he, an actual beast sound, like an actual lion sound while they're dancing, and we were we we all just um, were all like three of us at the same time. <laughs> I didn't, just, I honestly don't even, did this even happen? It, it happened. happened. It and happened. we were like, uh, oh, and then we just all <laughs> laughed. Started laughing. We like started crying. And then we missed like the little gay moment at the end where LeFou's dancing with the one that was dressed as the woman. Yeah. We just completely missed that because I, there were literal it, tears it like falling out of my matter, eyes. Like that, just the implications of that entire exchange. I was just laughing so hard because it's like, oh no, it was. Emma so, Watson's they a furry. Were so into it though, like it was like so believable. Like I forgot about. They just at it that was, point oh it was God. like they were a hundred percent into this, and I was like, that is just the way to go out. It like, was so, I just, it was such a shock. Like, I had no idea that, that that was going to be the shocking factor of this movie. <laughs> I mean, even, like, we <laughs> still are reeling about how amazing this growl was, too. Like, his face was perfect. It was like a... Like, like it was, it was totally like an innuendo. Like I'm gonna ravish you later. Like that oh, was totally it was what awesome. it was. Awesome, that's like, what that it was. Is totally what it was. And we're like, what? What? <laughs> it was hilarious. I just, oh my god, I was laughing so hard. And I just came away from it. Just, <laughs> it's the, it's the. How do you feel about growing a beard that I just can't get over? <laughs> It's just like, I mean, I don't even know if I'm overthinking it, but like, just I the, don't know. The fact that she wanted him to go back to looking a little beastly. Oh, no, 100%. Like, oh, Bella and, then, and then him just totally reciprocating. So I loved it. She, they did call her a funny girl. They thought she was there. <laughs> funny, kinky. Kinky, which is I not a problem. I am not I am not kink shaming her at all. I not, am kink supporting her. Okay, just go ahead. <laughs> Dude, because this guy is find pretty the, damn sexy. Find the local tailor, make him a beast costume for for Christmas, <laughs> oh, and no, you foreplay. Oh yes, foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> you, this movie was so good. How do we just watch it again? Oh my god, <sighs> so funny. Unexpectedly uh, awesome. That's what it was. This movie was so full of surprises. It was so great. It was so great. I just, it was so great. (laughs) And we weren't even, like, I mean, I did love the first one, but, like, I'm not, like. Yeah, like, I thought I was going to be bored, but, like, just, it was just, like, there were enough, like, the lines were different enough that, and, like, everything about it was just different enough that I was genuinely surprised. And fun. At some of the scenes, and it was really fun. I had two thoughts. I had two situations of how I thought the movie was going to go before going in. I thought it was either because of the trailer and how close it was to the animated one, I thought it was going to be boring and just copy the yeah. animated one entirely. Like Cinderella or was really boring. I thought it was going to kind of ruin it in some way and make it too different, like Maleficent and all the other ones. But yeah. I think it did a really good mixture of both. Mm-hmm. Like, it really added in, and it, and it didn't even add in, like, crazy random stuff to make the story seem different it just added stuff to really enhance the story that was already there it did enhance it for sure yeah 
So you got some uh, some funny posts you want to share? Yeah, I'm going to post these on Twitter if you guys are interested in looking at these because they're these posts on Tumblr are really funny. So the first one, I type in Beauty and the Beast live action and the first post that comes up is a spot the difference picture comparison. And in one picture, you've got Squidward holding the French fry with a bow tie on it. And then from from the Pretty Patties episode of Spongebob. And then to the right of that is LeFou with his bright red bow. And it says, spot the difference. (laughs) And I thought that was hilarious. And then let's see. There's some... Oh, look, here's a comparison. With Hermione. With Hermione. So there's some gifts of her in town. And she's talking to... She's talking to basically old Neville. Oh my god! That's the tie-in they did. So it says, Morning, Monsieur John, have you lost something again? And he goes, I believe I have. Which is old Neville. And then they have the gif of Neville from Harry Potter holding the Remembral going, the only problem is I can't remember what I've forgotten! Isn't that what he said? That's what he said! Yeah. Wait. Oh, but this is the guy that didn't remember he was Mrs. Potts' husband. Yeah, that's right. Good detail. <gasps> Good that, detail. Was that Man, what he this was is forgetting? Some opening. Yeah, this is oh like his fucking gosh. family. He forgot, forgot about his, his wife family. and his son. But he, but he still, he still knew that they were there somehow. Oh my god, I didn't even ca- catch on to that. Oh my god, Man, I love this movie. Wow, I already loved it. Wow, I love it even more. Wow. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. The growl just far. got me. The growl just took my heart the and never let it go. The growl just ruined, just not ruined it. It it just it pushed it over the edge and made it the best thing I've ever it seen. It did. Oh look, and here it's comparing um, Aurora and the Cinderella movies, where like they just meet their prince and they're just like, "I love you, I love you," right? right. And then when they two meet, they're like yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. That's funny because they do yell at each other a lot. A nice video. Ranting about Gaston. Oh my god, someone's got a rant on here. Oh, Luke Evans was so great. (gasps) Luke Evans was amazing. He was really good. I gotta dig up my, uh, I think I have like an entertainment with him on it that he signed. I'm really excited about that. I have a video of him like signing my page and I'm just like freaking out. (laughs) And Serene McKellen too. He's beautiful. I love him. I love Luke He so is much. real nice and really funny in this. Well, I love him as Bard. Yeah. Oh, Bard. In The Hobbit. I kind of re- want to read this rant, but that's okay. I don't have to read it on here. What is it? Someone's made a list? Did someone make a list of what they were thinking when it, when they were watching the movie? Oh, man. <laughs> and this is gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just read it. Okay, here we go. Okay. So it looks like someone's made notes about the movie while watching it. So here, I'm just going to read some of these off. They're pretty funny. Um, so the first one is, Gasson is so attractive. Duh. Luke Evans. Um, then there's this one that's like ridiculous. Lumiere might have a great ass, but he needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Yo, what is he that? He does talk a lot. But that's his thing. Beast is a bitch. What? <laughs> I'm not a furry because I think Dan Stevens is hotter than the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> These just get ridiculous. Hold on. If I was a candelabra, I'd do a lot of things. <laughs> what? What does that mean? I don't even know. It's 
sounds slightly sexual. I know, like what? Maybe with a feather duster. And then, the, then the the one right underneath that says, "Mm-hmm." Oh, that was probably the mm-hmm that LeFou did. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> then he like fucking drags him down the stairs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just, just dragged. He took the father and was like, "Oh yeah." The beginning was also really choppy because of that, like. She just was like, okay, father, and she, like, pushes him out of the thing, and he, like, falls down, and she shuts the gate. She's like, you have to be the one that replaces me. And then, like, and then the beast just takes fucking his arm and just rags him down the damn stairs. And then down to the next one. His head's gonna whack on every single step. (laughs) That's what the person said next. So good. (laughs) They said, when isn't he an idiot in reference to Lumiere, or no? Lumiere did, said that? Does she really not like Lumiere? Apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> she not like, I didn't really have a problem with Does this person him? not no. like I mean, Ewan his McGregor? accent was like, okay, but it didn't, like, I, I don't know, he was charming enough that I was like, okay. I, I love Ewan McGregor. So. Ewan's great, all right? So these Lumiere comments are ridiculous. Um, and I'm pretty sure he does have a nice ass. So let's see. Stanley's... Are you sure about that? Have you seen it? I saw it. Oh, it's in train spotting. <laughs> so I've seen it. Is it? Yeah. Oh, man. Teaser, our next, uh... Yeah, we gotta watch Train Spotting. Our next podcast is gonna be, a, a, be, be about the new uh, Train Spotting Unless movie. we do the Cleopatra one. Stanley's still in this scene? Oh my god, he never comes back on screen. What? Okay. I don't know. You don't pronounce the H in... in herbal. Chip, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're British. Because he's Cockney and he doesn't understand. You're supposed to be a goddamn teacup. You should know what's going on. You should know what's going on, dog goddamn teacup. Oh yeah. Anything else? There's like there's only like five petals left, Mrs. Box. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna read some of these uh a critic review because sometimes I find that these are really good. Um let's read the worst critic review, which is the playlist ultimately beauty and the beast feels like a cynical rehash seemingly created just to make a fiscal year sound promising to shareholders this is a product that's more manufactured than inspired i don't agree with that at all it was very manufactured but i did really enjoy it yeah like I don't, there was enough different about it that it was still enjoyable to watch like it didn't feel like a cop-out at all like, just cinematography-wise, I think it was a little too similar it to really, the original, yeah, but... And it was a little bit tacky. Yeah. But, but then look at all the other ones. They didn't do as well. Well, okay, what I'm trying to say is, I think it really owned its tackiness. Like, it was like, yeah, we're tacky, so what? Like, it 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 knew it. And it was like, we're gonna just run with this. Instead of, like, pretending that it wasn't, it was just like... We're going to put in all this tackiness. We're going to make it the most tacky we possibly can. Embrace the camp instead of just being campy. They pretty much just pulled a Marvel. That's exactly why it was awesome. Because it was just like, yeah. And it was just like, we know that this can be ridiculous, but it also has a heart to it. And we're going to add that as well as have the campiness, as well as add the tackiness. And I thought Mm -hmm. that was really great. That was a great choice. And uh, there's one that's... From Empire, those who predicted this wouldn't hold a taking candles to the animated original will be pleasantly surprised. The tale may as be as old as time, but it's retold with freshness, brio, and flair. 
that's nice. Hmm. Yeah. Anything else from that list? Let's see. This person really does not like Lumiere. That's weird. Yeah. Well, okay then. That's all we got. We'll just say goodbye to the Beauty and the Beast. And we'll go see it again because it was great. It was really great. If you haven't seen it, I highly suggest it. <laughs> I highly, highly suggest it. Yeah, it'd be fun. If you, if you love the animated one, I think you'll love this one just as much too. Yep. All right, Emily, you want to <clears throat> sign us off? Do you remember all the stuff we have? No. <laughs> okay. We have a Twitter, which is by the popcorn at by the popcorn. Yeah. We have two emails. I'll buy the popcorn podcast and I'll buy the popcorn at gmail.com. Both. We also have a Facebook, so you can just look up I'll buy the popcorn. It should be um, as a business or something. And then we also have um, we have a SoundCloud. Yeah. And we're also on iTunes. So you just search I'll buy the popcorn and you'll find us. And you can listen to all of our other ones because I think we have, this is like our 10th podcast now or something. Like we've. I don't think it's 10. It, I don't think yeah. it's 10 just yet. I think uh, it is 10. I'm going to pretend it's 10 oh. so it's a nice round number for your special guest spot. Yeah. Me. That's true. Yeah. It might be like 10 or 11 because we have a couple of pretty awesome um, Indiana Jones, the <clears throat> Adventures of Young Indiana Jones Adventures, and we'll probably get back to those soon. Okay. Well, I am a milestone. Yes. So. <laughs> we do have... We do have Carly here as a milestone. So thank you for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm not a furry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all I'm not, not a furry. furry. I think Dan Stevens is more we hot just than do Deuce. love Dan Stevens <laughs> so much. Anyways, thank you for listening and goodbye, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.